Hello everyone, Tyler here. Send help, all we have in the Desert is Beer and Movies podcast contains explicit language and covers rated R movies. So, listener discretion is advised. Well then. <laughs> it's been a week, man. It's been yeah. a week. It's been a, like between my sinus infection and... I feel like if we ever got like a shirt or a mug or any merchandise made that had some sort of phrase on it, it's been a week or it's been a day yep. would be that thing. Because right. we say that probably two thirds of every fucking episode starts with us and saying that. And we probably that. will, <laughs> at least until the end of March. We probably will keep saying that because life is going to be hectic over the next... Oh man, the, that end of the March, we might just take a week off just to figure it out. Yeah, maybe two weeks, depending on how the family situation. Yeah, is because I mean I'll be out at the end of the month, and then they're coming in the week before. Maybe don't even have any clarification yeah. and then on that. We're going to Vegas, and so yeah. But really, I mean, if we do take any time off, it should be like in the middle of the month, like minus the upstairs furniture. Everything should we should try to move depending on who comes just try to move as much as we can before our trips maybe i'll try to call uh after this and figure it out yeah oh. <laughs> anyway anyway that, that's that's real world stuff we don't yeah, even worry right. about that <laughs> right the real world sucks <laughs> real world sucks <laughs> right. okay everybody welcome to send help all we have in the desert is beer and movies podcast where we review beer and movies in the desert it's kind of self-explanatory yeah. if you hadn't figured that out now after like 29 maybe... yeah this is 29 oh yeah yep well damn i know i know i feel so much different than the person i was at episode one yeah we've come we've come a long way yeah yeah just over half a year yeah. well let's see we started this what like first week of june something or last like week of may something, something like, like that. that yeah and we're more coming up on our year anniversary. Year anniversary. Um, otherwise, more colloquially known as an anniversary. Sure. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yep. You got the anu for year and then anniversary for whatever the fuck that is. Celebratory. I don't know. <laughs> I am not a freaking vernacular expert. Word person. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's Tyler. Yeah, that's good, Faith. And we're on our last Texas beer. Yes, the last of the Deep Ellum beers, because uh, we started with Tups, I think. Yeah, well, we, we, we're we done with Tups, too. Well, no, I mean, like, we start, we had yeah, the yeah. Tups and the Deep Ellum, both with four, and we started with Tups yep. and just switch off. But this is the last one and probably my least favorite of the bunch. Uh, oh, it makes sense, considering it's an IPA. Yes, the Deep Ellum IPA. Super original name, but it's pretty self-explanatory. It's got a cool, it's got a cool can like all of the other ones. I've never liked orange and green together. It just kind of reminds me of puke. Okay. Like what have you puked? No, I mean like <laughs> it's like the the cartoon or movie style puke where it's always like peas and corn. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Always. Yeah. At mm. least in cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's got a cool, it's got a cool can on the top, on the front. It says Deep Bellum IPA in big letters. And then on the back, it has a sacred heart instead of a heart. It's a nice big old hop with wings and an arrow going through it, an eyeball. A torch on its head. Well, that's what secret, sacred hearts. 
have oh. like a heart with a torch and wings. Yeah. Or at least the torch and heart. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, 70 IBU. And seven, seven percent. Yeah, and seven ABV. percent. All right, let me let me try it. My my I oh I just spilled. Oh no! On the mic. Anywhere else would have been better, but on the fucking mic. At least okay. you got the the ball on it, so it probably <laughs> I can hear you shaking it. I know. Okay, I gotta I gotta stop. I gotta it's gotta. Yeah. I, I know. Oh, that's a weird noise. I know. <laughs> Okay, sorry Tyler that you had to hear that. <laughs> that was like that's a really weird ASMR. <laughs> okay, now let's try this again. All right. <laughs> Don't spill. No, well, it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it, but I also like IPAs a lot. Yeah, just yeah. not really a big of an IPA. This should probably be the lowest rate of all the Texas beers that we got. I, I Even was all glad. the other IPAs? There were, or I said of the Texas beers that we had. I know, but there was like pale ales. and I, I know, but I like pale ales. These India pale ales tend to be very bitter. Very hoppy, yeah. Just a standard pale ale. Or is not as bitter. Exactly. Okay. All right. Not as Noted. Noted. Okay. There's a difference. Okay. Jesus. There's a reason why pale ales aren't called PAs. I like it. It's a... <laughs> It says over the top tropical fruit, citrus, pine, and floral aromas make for one big Texas India pale ale. And, and see, I I have no fucking clue what they're talking about because I don't have any hints of fruit, citrus, maybe the pine. I can taste the, the pine. The pine is the pine is very prominent. Yeah, but yep. everything else, I have never understood what they're talking about. Any IPA when they're saying like, oh, there's a citrus flavor, it's like. Look, what? this is like drinking black coffee. There's nothing fucking there. It's not. <laughs> all right. Well, out of out of all the IPAs I've tried, it's pretty up there. Um, I've I've had I've had better ones, um, but it's not bad. I'd give it I'd give it a four. I give it a two point five. Yeah, that's not pretty pretty standard for your IPA. My IPAs, for... I think, average around three. I need yeah. to go back and actually do my averages for my ratings. Which would take all of, like, probably an afternoon. Yeah. That's something I'm not looking forward to. And then you don't have to do that. I'm sure if we had a bigger following, there'd probably be some viewer or listener somewhere that kept track of that. Yeah, maybe. 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 I don't know. We're not big enough for that yet. No. No. Speaking of which, shout out to our three listeners. (laughs) Man, it's always three listeners. Because what else is there? Have have you looked at the diet? Have you looked at the... I can pull it up right now. I know. I was gonna say, if it is less than three, then <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know why I'm doing the Darth Vader. <laughs> no, no, no. Because you had the wrong message. It was copyright free. Oh, hey, look at that. Two, two. <laughs> two. <laughs> two listeners. Uh, now I feel sad. Why? Like we know, um, we don't we don't really promote it much. That's true. Yeah, we don't promote it much. We don't do anything, and it's really just word of mouth. So if you are listening and you maybe like us, then maybe we should just post flyers. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to go to like get around to the local breweries and start like, hey, like, you want to quote unquote sponsor us? You don't have to give us any money, but you know, can we put 
a flyer up or something or just not even like a like sponsor or whatever just be like hey we're gonna feature your beer in our episode do you want to like promote it yeah i don't know we'll get there we'll get, we'll get there. there anyway well let's let's figure that out after we move and we'll just we'll just continue doing what we're doing <laughs> until then like i don't want to think about anything else i'm about to implode <laughs> existence sucks <laughs> existence is pain <laughs> okay all right well let's move on to the movie tyler it's your movie yep this is uh spider-man into the spider-verse a movie that Kindred and Parker had never seen before. No, it was really good. I enjoyed it immensely. I I always get the feeling when I suggest movies, you're like extremely apprehensive about it. We have this conversation every time and I stopped doing that. I was not apprehensive about watching this. I still got the feeling it was like a, okay, let's get this over with. Because I'm not really a Marvel person. I'm more of a DC person. Okay. I mean, that doesn't mean that I don't like Marvel movies, but it's not like... I wasn't, I'm not like, so, oh my God, a new Marvel movie is out. So or, when oh I, my God, all of the Marvel <laughs> movies are on fucking Disney Plus. I don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. Oh, so you're like that. He doesn't really care about Marvel either. No. I mean, so, like if like, so I, like, last if, week if, when like I, if Parker sat me down and was like, let's watch all the Marvel movies. And I'd be like, okay. But I wouldn't be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was originally going to suggest like a Christopher Nolan superhero movie with Batman, were you uh, disappointed when I switched to... No. No. Not really. And you say you're a DC fit no, I mean, I'm not it's, not... it's not like I hate Marvel. I'm just... I, you know, I grew up a Batman fan. I was not really... Whatever. You know, my best friend in high school was a Spider-Man fan. And that's pretty much the extent of where I went with my Marvel-ness was that. I, you know, I've seen a few of the Avengers films and the, like, I've seen, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain America and Iron Man, but only, like, one of the, one of those. Like, I've only seen Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I've okay. only seen Thor 1. I've only seen Iron Man one you know, I've, never, I've never seen past those i've never seen ant-man i have never seen i think i've seen one think, of the avengers i think you like the humor of ant-man because he's more of well i love paul rudd so <laughs> it makes sense that i would love that one but i think you could also like thor ragnarok because it's a like soft reboot of a character with Thor 1 and 2, it's kind of a fish-out-of-water thing because mm. he's, you know, Asgardian, doesn't know how human society works. But then by Thor 3, or Thor, Thor Ragnarok, he's kind of figured that out already, and he's much more, like, quippy, and right. it's, like, more humorous. He's more human. But he has a lot of, like, some dark moments. Oh, jeez. Lovely. No, dark I mean, moments of, like, man, the depression has set in. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in uh, Infinity War, because he sees everyone he knows and loves die, and then basically goes on a quest to kill Thanos, just basically get a big whacking stick, and then take Spoiler alert. The movie's been out for years. I haven't fucking seen it. Like you care. <laughs> I really don't, and I'm on the internet enough to where I can at least get the premise of like who Thanos is and shit like that. Um <laughs> But anyway, so we've had this conversation on the podcast before. I believe that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans are superior. Okay. Yes. I, we, we grew up watching those. Like, we used to watch them all the time. 
and I loved them. <laughs> and I, when the new ones came out with Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield, I had zero desire to watch them. I was like, <laughs> these were just made in the early 2000s. They did not need to be remade. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I was pissed. So I kind of like boycotted the new Spider-Mans. And this one, I didn't really branch into that category. And I... Well, it's a standalone Exactly, thing, so. exactly. And I hadn't really, like I said, I hadn't branched that into the same category. So I... But when it came out, I didn't, you know, jump up for joy saying, oh, my God, I got to go watch this. And But I did see the previews and I was like, oh, that looks really funny. And it was. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Like, Spider-Man Noir is my spirit animal. <laughs> like, I told you you love him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, sometimes I let the match burn all the way down to my fingers just to feel something. <laughs> and it showed it, like, burn it down and then it stops. He's like, oh. <laughs> Where's that wind coming from? We're in a basement where I go, the wind follows and it smells like rain. (laughs) I have to, I have to imagine that uh, Nicolas Cage is, he's just like, okay, just think of something just really just weird and out there and we'll go with it. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> no, he like I see. I normally am not a big Nicolas Cage fan. He kind of he kind of makes I think my he's skin crawl a little a bit. He is perfect as a voice actor. And like I said last week, he's perfect in the history of swear words on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's so fucking funny. But Fuck! yeah. <laughs> and but you know, I I think he was my favorite Spider Man because like I really liked Porky Pig, but every time he talked. <laughs> All I could picture was Andrew from Big Mouth. Okay. And do you watch? Have you ever watched Big Mouth? Nope. Okay, hold on one is second. It we got the same person. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Andrew is like one of the main characters. Um, I think Nick Mullaney is his name, or something like that. Something Mullaney. Um, and uh, him and fuck, I forgot his name. Uh. They do Big Mouth, and Big Mouth is like a... It's an adult cartoon. It's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. It's a... I've heard it's very, very vulgar. Too. It's very vulgar. It's about <laughs> it's about middle schoolers going through puberty. Oh. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with... Uh, I want to say Jim Mulaney. Yeah. I don't know. Especially it with some of his stand-up being... John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. And his right? voice... He does not... He does, His look does not match his voice. Have you seen his specials? <laughs> no, but I imagine because it, yeah. he is very much who he looks like. He that's like his neutral face when he does his specials and stuff. He his looks of just like incredulity mm-hmm. and stupidity very much match what is coming out of his mouth. Ah, ah, yes. So uh, before we get too much into it, I like like I said, I re- <laughs> I like Peter Porker because one, it's like that's all, folks, and he's like, can he say that like? Legally? (laughs) (laughs) I I love how when it was going through him, Penny Parker, and Spider-Noir, it's like, and I was bit by a radioactive pig. What? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, aren't you a pig? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Aren't you you a pig? Yeah. Okay, so the person who plays Miles Morales, who is the main character, so Mm -hmm. to speak, in this film is Shamik Moore, who I've never heard of before. Really channels that... uh teenage kid but he is he is the perfect teenage miles morales 
Um, and then we have Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, who is the Peter Parker who has kind of given up. And if he wouldn't have gone into another dimension, he probably would have given up for life. Like, he is the Peter Parker of middle age who has, like, been at this for a long time. Right, right. Yeah. And, like, and, his, and his... So I think that his dimension is actually our dimension because i think like i think morale like miles morales's dimension it's similar to our dimension but like he had never heard of comic-con and if you look at the billboards around like stephen yeah stephen like (laughs) stephen curry is a is a golf well a golfer not a not a basketball the big one that is pointed out is the coca-cola signs in the peter b parker universe it's coca-cola in Miles Morales' universe, it's uh, Coca Soda. Yeah. Except the Coca is spelled with a K O K A and then just soda. But it's done in the same like font style as Coca Cola and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that his universe is our universe and Miles Morales' is just kind of. But they'd heard of Banksy. <laughs> In his, in his universe. Fucking Post Malone's one yeah, line. Right. Yeah, I, think I think it's, it's a Banksy. Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of the fun things that uh, was pointed out in some of the videos that I've watched on this movie is the difference between Miles' Peter Parker and Peter B. Parker and the way they like talk about being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, his Peter Parker, the blonde one, before he dies is giving him some pointers of like, the big heroic pointers and stuff like that of like, hey, you know, you need to be responsible and all this other stuff. Whereas Peter B. Parker, when he's giving advice, it's all like practical stuff. Right. Like, you know, baby powder heavy in the joints. Right. He's like, uh, he's like, use baby powder in the shoot, in the suit. You know, deodorize the deodorize the face mask. Like, yeah. You know, it's all super practical. practical. I've yeah. been at this way too fucking long. Right. Uh, advice so it's just a it's just a funny like right dichotomy there and then when they're um when they're when they're escaping um alchemex alchem what's the lab's name uh alchemax alchemax or something like that he's they're like he's like miles is trying to learn how to be spider-man and the spider-man in his dimension had promised to show him but that spider-man ended up dying at the hands of kingpin and so when peter b parker came he's like i didn't sign up to be a fucking spider-man babysitter man like i got so much shit going on (laughs) i do not have time for this and so he goes into alchemax to get a new goober and or to get the information to put on the goober and leaves miles out and when he you know eventually miles goes in but we'll get into that later but when they're escaping he's like peter b parker's like okay now shoot your webs like i taught you and miles is like you didn't teach me anything and and peter's like yeah i know it's a team exercise (laughs) now shoot no. Right, no. Thwip and, and swing. Thwip and Release swing. and swing. Yeah. Thwip and swing. So Thwip. one of the cool things about that scene is the difference in frame rates of the characters. Yeah. So Peter B. Parker, he is like, you know, already fluid, knows what the fuck he's doing. And Could everything. be Spider-Man in his sleep. He's done in 24 frames a second. Miles, however, who is very unsure of herself and has no idea of what he's doing is shot in 12 frames per second. So he seems very blocky and janky as he's moving. And it's only when they start doing that together that he actually switches over to 24 because it's nice and smooth. Yeah. But there's several moments in that where characters who have been at it, like all 
Except for maybe Penny Parker, just because of her particular art style. I think there's some moments where she seems like she's in 12. I don't know. But right. Penny Parker is the... She's the... The kawaii, the anime the, yeah, type. The anime yeah, one, the yeah. anime version, who's played by Kamiko Glenn, who, if you don't know who Kamiko Glenn is, if you watch Orange is the New Black, she is Brooke Soso. Um, that's how I recognized her. I don't really know her in anything else. Um, but she's cute. She's cute. I mean, I'm not really like this, like this, this, the legend of Vox Machina that we're watching right now, which Tyler, I'm sure we'll get into here in a second is like the only show that I've ever watched that I've ever enjoyed that is of that anime style. But it's not anime. See, that's and that's thing. like it's Western see, style animation. Yeah, <laughs> but still like, it's like, it's not. So this is closer to like the old school Johnny Quest in the style than it is to anime. Are you talking about Vox Machina? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is Western style, like Hanna-Barbera type, more realistic looking animation. Yeah. It's a lot more fluid because, you know, techniques and stuff have improved significantly. So it's just not like two frames of people talking or whatever. They actually have different mouth shapes and shit they right. use. Right, their, their mouth actually follows what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, no in an anime, it's just like up and down. Well, anime also like... <laughs> They they, the, they the, usually do it in Japanese and they dub it over. Well, not like, only that, the production budgets are usually a lot smaller mm-hmm. and the animation studios are like in a time crunch at every waking moment of the day mm-hmm. to where like most of their animators will get burnt out. Like it's to the point where typically for a show that's like 24 episodes, they will have one studio do 12 and then another studio take over or another team take over for the back 12 so that the people in the first 12 don't get super burnt out because it's like... They finish the first episode, they might be able to finish the second episode in time for that first episode to air. Mm -hmm. And then they have to continuously work as those first 12 episodes are going out. And then they uh, might hand it off. Yeah. Hold on one second. It's insane how it's gone over in Japan. But no, uh, Penny Parker is based off of the animation of uh, Sailor Moon. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. There's also a Sailor Moon transformation at one point. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there is. She she has a lot of Sailor Moon uh, mannerisms, but she's like more of a... Dumb, dumb. You are fucking dumb. <laughs> oh my god, the cats have rushed. <laughs> oh my god. All of the <laughs> desert creatures are the invading. The dam has burst. All the creatures must be in here, apparently. Yeah, little Either... things like, um, not with that bitch in here. Yeah, for fucking real. <laughs> but yeah, I would say Penny Parker is like mid to late aughts yeah why is his style sorry i've been watching anime for a long time no that's right that's <laughs> it nope not not really my forte but i feel like there's probably some shows that you would like but it's a matter of getting you to sit down and watch them right which um, you did with vox Wakado, and i'm not upset about it i look forward to fridays i I'd have to, like, put together, like, a list of, like, two or three that you would probably really like. Mm -hmm. Now that I have a better idea of what you would like, I could probably figure it out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Well, once again, we'll wait until, wait until life calms down a bit. Till, before we do that. Hey, the good thing is, is I'd probably give you something that's already been, like, finished, so you wouldn't have to wait. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Miles. Okay. So, Miles is a kid who... They don't really go in to explain this lottery that he won to go to this private school. So he's going to public school, and there's like this uh, private school, like some 
you know, Ivy League STEM school mm-hmm. for high school students. And he takes a test and I'm assuming like excels excels maybe like the test in order to take it you have to get nominated or invited or whatever and that's where he won the lottery for Mm -hmm. i have no fucking clue or maybe he was like some alternate person who then got the lottery to be finally accepted Mm -hmm. i don't know but the fact of the matter is he got some lottery happened and he still had to take the test to get into the school and everything but he got in and it's like He's actually really, really smart. Right. But he doesn't really want to be going to this school anymore. Like. He finds it super stressful. He does. He, and it's, I mean, it's, it's basically a college preparatory school. Yep. You know, so it's, it's intense. It's hardcore. The classes are not easy. He has to stay there throughout the week. He only goes home on the weekends, even though it's only a few blocks away from school. And, um, it's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie when his dad picks him up because so (laughs) how they introduce miles is he's listening to his headphones and he's listening to sunflower by post malone and this movie he was made for this movie and perfect uh, representation of kind of knowing a song but not right. so you emphasize the words that you do know right yeah i know it's <laughs> hilarious but so he he's you know he's a he likes the art of graffiti he likes you know, yeah. Hey, it's a sock. Hey, she can she can chew on that one. I don't you like that are one. not a free elf. Not right now. Not in this she room. Can ah! chew, she can chew on that one. I don't wear it. It's just in that pile. I'd rather her chew on that than anything else. Anyway, um, so he he you know he was making these name tags with his tagger name on it, and he is not ready for the week. It's Monday morning. His mom, who is Hispanic. I think, yeah, I think that's awesome. You know, like she speaks in, she speaks in Spanish and his dad is a big black cop and his mom is a petite little Puerto Rican nurse. And I think it's like, I just think it's awesome. (laughs) And, um, his dad's like, okay, you know, your chauffeur is leaving and he's like, it's okay, I'll walk. And as he's walking, he's putting these name tags on signs around the, around the city and he jumps up and he falls on his shoelace because he keeps his shoes untied intentionally and it's a choice and he falls in the crosswalk right in front of his dad's police car and so his dad turns on the siren and then it cuts to him sitting in the back of the cop car just like fuck (laughs) why am i here why am i here and his dad you know is trying to make small talk he's like oh hey look at that there's another coffee shop you know whatever yeah and then his dad talks about how much he doesn't really enjoy spider-man's presence in the city he's like you know he goes around wearing a mask when my men you know are out here wearing the uniforms and busting their asses every day ring 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 okay well the more reasonable argument for why you might not like spider-man versus jj uh jj j jonah jameson of the daily bugle Yes. And like, you know, he's just a menace. Mm-hmm. He's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. Yep. What? Coming from the game. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the way he treats him, it's like he's a freaking Nazi. Oh, okay. I, I just repeated after you and then I was like, wait a fucking second. Why did I say that? It's ironic because J. Jonah Jameson has the uh, the Hitler stash. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? 
Anyway. Nothing in that song is ironic. <laughs> They're just inconveniences. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as he leaves, he, like, Miles is complaining about being at the school. You know, he's like, I want to go back to the public school. And his dad's like, no, you have an opportunity to prove yourself here. <laughs> and uh, as he walks out of the car, his dad is like, I love you, Miles. And Miles says, yeah, I know, dad. And shuts the door. <laughs> and his dad goes over the intercom of his police whoop, car. Whoop. <laughs> he's all whoop, whoop. And he's like miles i love you you gotta say it back <laughs> you gotta say it back and miles turns around he's going on he says he's like are you serious right now like do you see where i am <laughs> <laughs> say it say it oh, the, come, come on <laughs> say it, say it. <sighs> i love you dad that's, that's a copy, copy. <laughs> tie your shoes please <laughs> And he oh already God. doesn't fit in at the school. Well, he, he doesn't know anybody. Yeah, he doesn't know anybody. He's only been there he's for, like, I think, two weeks Right, or he hasn't like been there very long. He doesn't really know anybody. And you can tell when he's going into the school, he says to, you know, random strangers, he says, oh, man, this is so weird. We're wearing the same jacket. And they have uniforms. <laughs> he's just trying to be funny. Right. And it's Right, but landing. then his dad just embarrassed him. And now all the kids are mocking him for it. And I honestly, like if it was me, I'd be like, hey, at least I have parents that love me. Right. I'm not <laughs> I'm not ashamed of my parents loving me. I no. don't know why you think that I should. I mean, be. it's kind of embarrassing that it's like out in public like that. Right. But hey, at least I know I come from a loving home. Right. I will absolutely 100,000 percent embarrass my children like that. Absolutely. Same. <laughs> I have no problem, but it's I'll one of. I'll probably be the worst with d- dad jokes. Yeah, I mean, I already make fucking dad jokes right now, and I don't have kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, uh, it's 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 gonna be a thing. That's for sure. I'm gonna you know, roll up playing NWA like with some bass going. <laughs> You're gonna be that mom. I'll be that mom. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll be you, you white gotta, as you fuck. Gotta, yeah, you gotta channel your whitest possible in the driver's seat dance. Right. And then, like, try to, like, you know, get the lyrics right, but you're just, like, omitting every other word. Right. Especially, like, you know, the N-words. You just kind of, like, make a face, like, right. as it happens, and then continue on. Right. Hey. What you doing? Oh, I'm just sniffing around. You know it's fine. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Um... <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, I mean that that sets the, that sets the tone as to how much he really wants to be at this school, yeah. and he shows up late to a physics yeah, a physics. physics class, and they're watching a film which is which has Liv on it, and she's talking about the she's talking about uh, like parallel universes and stuff right, like that, which and is actually pretty. You know, on par with some of our movies that we've covered. Right, pretty much. (laughs) And he walks in and the teacher says, you know, Miles, you're late. He says, well, Einstein says that time is relative, right? So maybe I'm not late. Maybe you all are just early. And it's just (laughs) quiet. And then there's this really pretty blonde sitting there and she starts laughing and she says i'm sorry it was just like really quiet (laughs) (laughs) she's like it wasn't funny but that's why i laughed right right (laughs) and so she ends up being important here soon and so the next scene is really where spider-man of miles morales comes to be 
right? When he goes into the tunnel with his uncle. Yeah, he goes to basically do some graffiti with his uncle, who his uncle is like the less like straight-laced of his kind of parental figures. And try to like takes it from a more uh, different perspective uh, in dealing with any advice that he might give. The uh, (laughs) shoulder thing. Yeah. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to replicate Mahershala Ali's nice, gravelly, low voice. Hey. (laughs) If you notice, he lowers his voice a lot when he's like (laughs) Spider-Man. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my balls haven't dropped yet. (laughs) I feel like that would be a uh, cause for concern. You might want to see your doctor after that. What is happening to me? What are these fucking things? Oh, nuts! Considering the fact I'm 30 fucking years old. (laughs) It's a rare one in a million thing of second puberty in women. It's weird. Yeah, I become a hermaphrodite halfway through life. (laughs) Except for whatever reason, you just grow a pair of balls. balls. I don't got a dick or anything. It's just just balls. just there. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just clacking away. I'm about to say something, but you're my brother. <laughs> Please, we're talking about you growing a pair of balls and going through sucker puberty. I'm just about to say, I feel really sorry for Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you're going to be in the next room and just hear slap, slap, slap. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Parker, but I have the balls now. <laughs> The balls are in my court. <laughs> and they're so much bigger. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, anyway, so he's down in the subway doing graffiti with his uncle. And him and his uncle are just, you know, talking about life. Whatever. There's like this montage of them, yeah, doing the spray painting. Talking about, you know, a girl at school and... Like we said, he's like, just put her, put your hand slowly on her shoulder and just say, hey, and no, you gotta, you gotta do like the rock smolder and you gotta just get the nice, like, really, hey, yep. Yep. And cause that's not creepy. While he's down there, that's when he gets bit by the radioactive spider that creates spider people. And he gets bit, and it, like, shows this montage of the entire thing. Like, getting into the his bloodstream. The venom going into his bloodstream, and he just seems unaffected. He just looks at it, and just nonchalantly just slaps it. Just like, pop! Yeah. And it falls off his hand, and he just moves on with his life. Yep, and then <laughs> this is when the comic book shit comes. And when the comic book stuff starts, I... Love it. It's probably my favorite part of, like, just the favorite addition to this film is that, you know, they're doing fighting sequences and every time they hit, it's like, pow, pow, you know, it's, it's... You really need to watch the Everything Great About This video. Yeah. Uh, every Everything, uh, the Cinema Wins video on this movie. It is so good. Because he talks about this shit a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, when he's like in front of that window and he's like having things happen and all of a sudden on the windows you just see look out silently. Right. Yeah. He's like, that is like the best representation really, of what Spider-Sense actually is. really is. And so he's walking through school the next morning. He's like, why are my thoughts so loud? Oh, don't and, forget his pants are like six inches too short now. Right. He grew... Like, he grew like almost a foot it seems <laughs> overnight and 
he, he he's just like why are my thoughts so loud why can everybody hear me you know he's he's realizing that something's not normal he's becoming very hyper aware right right and that's when he runs in to guanda <laughs> <laughs> It's the blonde from earlier. Yes, the blonde from earlier. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, you know, what, what's your name? She's like, Gwanda. I'm South African. I, w- I was born there, but I was raised here. Right. That's why there's no there's accent. No accent. That's why there's no accent. Yeah, well, she's like, I'm African. Uh, South African. I think, <laughs> I think she says that because he's half black. And she's like, oh, wait, I'm white. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm South African, but I was raised here, so there's no accent. And, uh. She's like, no, there's just, it's just Wanda. There's no Gua. I don't know why I said that. Whatever. (laughs) And he's like freaking out internally while she's going through this whole rant about this thing, trying to think that shit up. Right. And then he just like, you you slowly think about what his uncle said about the shoulder touch. So so his arm is just like slowly raising. And and he says, he's like, why am I moving in slow motion? (laughs) (laughs) And then she, like, kind of does the whole, you know, it's just Wanda, I don't know why I said the G or yeah. whatever. Then all of a sudden, he puts his hand on her shoulder, and she's like, okay. And he's like, hey. hey. He's like, hey. hi. <laughs> <laughs> she says, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go now. Can I have my shoulder back? And he tries, but his new spider senses make it so he sticks. Yeah. He's sticking. And his hand gets stuck in her hair. And this is when you start, if you really, really pay attention, she tells him, you just need to relax. Yep. And that's when you think, oh, you're Spider-Woman. Because... The continuity in this movie is fucking top-notch. Oh, yeah. Because she goes through her whole explanation of where she's from. Yeah. She gets blasted into last week, Mm -hmm. literally. But every time you see Miles in the background... If you go back and watch when he's going through the hallways in those moments, she's in the background yeah. too. Like, yeah. it's very aware of itself as far as continuity is concerned. It's really great. Right. And so he gets stuck in her hair and she says, just relax. And he doesn't relax. He starts freaking out. She does. She grabs the the straps of his backpack and fucking judo over, <laughs> over, her, over her body and tries to Wait, get what? Into, Yeah, yeah. And ultimately... <laughs> He can't get his hand out of her hair. And so they go to the nurse and they end up shaving the side of her head. You know, <laughs> and, old Yeah. And he's like, Oh, doesn't you know, doesn't look that bad. She's like, Yeah, thanks. And shuts her compact and he goes out and he's got all this hair on his hand and he is so freaking out. And then he's walking away from the nurse's office and he runs into the the, the security guard of the school and the security guard's like I know you snuck out last night, Morales. And he's Miles, like, play, dumb. play dumb. And he's like, who's Morales? Not, Not that, that dumb. dumb. <laughs> uh, that's, that, those are some of the comic book moments. Because every time he thinks from this point on, like every time you hear him think, a there's, thought a, bubble. there's yeah. a thought bubble or box or whatever on screen saying that. Yeah. It is such a visually appealing movie oh my gosh it is aesthetically pleasing oh my god i love it so much yes especially when the dimensions are merging it's it's so it's beautiful there's no other word for it it's just beautiful and if you this is really cool right guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) and if you pay attention and you understand comic book genre 
you see like in their skin there's dots it's yeah. the whole thing it it's comic book animation it's not bende dots it's something else but if you really want an explanation about this go watch that in the wins video that i'm talking about mm-hmm. because he used to work in a print shop so he knows all the stuff and he does like a five minute thing it's like here's what bende dots are here's what these things are just to kind of clarify right I don't know that much. I can't remember off the top of my head. I know the Ben Day Dots, they're actually when you have uh, colors on top of each other. Mm. They aren't the shading dots that you see in comic books or anything. They're actually like, you know, a splash of yellow, a splash of magenta, a splash of black, and a splash of cyan here to get different colors. Mm-hmm. That's what Ben Day Dots are. Gotcha. But whatever. Yeah, I that's what not about. what they are. Not here. Shut up, okay? <laughs> For, for more explanation, go watch that video. Cinema wins. Yes, yeah, cinema yes. wins. Uh, so this is when his powers really start to really fuck with him. Because he <laughs> goes into the security guard's office. That's just where he ends up. And then next thing you know, he's stuck to the ceiling. And he says, stop sticking, and then ruins the sticking. And he goes to the side of the building, gets stuck with pigeons. And Not only that, his sticking is so powerful, he literally like breaks off pieces of the ceiling and right. stuff. Yeah. And so, then he tries to take off his clothes because his hands stick to his clothes. Right. So he like pulls them up over his head and everything. It's, it's all like... Right. And as he's trying to escape, he's stuck to the side of the building. He's got pigeons stuck to his hand and... Gwanda sees it. <laughs> we just call her Gwen. I know. Like, so Gwen, Gwen sees it, and she says, "Interesting." He, or no, she just says, "Okay." <laughs> Gwen has started to after the thing with the hair. She knows that he's got something. Right. Well, I mean, she explains when she gets taken from her dimension and put in this one her spider senses told her to go to that academy yeah and she didn't really understand why until she saw miles on the side of the building or with the hair you know whenever probably with the hair when she says just relax and she says okay this is why my spider senses brought me here because here i am but also (laughs) it's weird because if uh no no i guess that makes sense but I, I feel like I feel like her spider senses brought her there before the spider bit. I mean, she came Miles. in during the fight where the other Spider-Man died, so it kind of makes sense that her spider senses would have clued her into that. Right, but the first day that she's at the academy, he doesn't have his spider powers. Well, she doesn't know. She all she knows is that she was supposed to get to this academy. She doesn't know why. Right. So but the universe, sense, the universe had the what? The, the spider senses are more of a instinctual thing. They're not a conscious thing. So it makes sense that she wouldn't necessarily know consciously why she was there. I guess, but it just it doesn't really make. That's one of the, it doesn't really make sense why she was sent to the academy before Miles was. Look, if you're gonna Spider-Man. get into the semantics of how powers work. The Flash, for instance, his speed force, for some reason, keeps him from experiencing friction from the air, allows him to run at, you know, several trillion times the speed of light sometimes, allows him to go back in time. Like, we could argue weird things about powers all day, just assume that it works the way it says it works. I guess. I guess. Whatever. It just, I'm just saying. I mean, I pulled the DC example for a reason. Yeah. Like, look, Marvel's not the only one that does it. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but so he ends up in back in his room and 
he finds the Spider-Man comic that his roommate reads and basically it's word for word what just happened to him you know quit sticking no keep sticking keep sticking (laughs) yeah and so he ends up going back down into the tunnel to find that spider to just to make sure that he's he says it's just a regular spider it's just a regular spider just gotta go find it you know and he finds the spider and the shot of the spider is probably like one that will sit with me forever. <laughs> and I remember saying it the first time I watched it with Tyler and Parker. I was like, man, that that shot is so cool because they take it's a tiny spider. But the way that the camera angle is, it's right in between the, the curled up legs and it's looking at at miles. And it's just it's just a really cool shot. And he says, you know, it's it's a normal spider. It's actually kind of boring how how normal it is. And he... Well, no, it's, it's got some weird, like, colors. It even has, like, I know that, uh, but I think he's trying to convince himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, I mean, to somebody who knows that this is a Spider-Man movie... And this spider's and, big. And, it's, yeah, like, it's, wolf spider size. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, it's, I would not be as nonchalant as he was if I saw that on my hand. It, you know, it's weird. There's a thing with me and spiders. If they're smaller than, like, a dime, I don't give a shit. If they're bigger than, say, like... A quarter? Well, no, like... I don't know, a half dollar. I don't care. Anywhere in between, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Like, mm-hmm. I can deal with tarantulas. I've dealt with tarantulas. I will not fuck with a wolf spider. Yeah. I, I will not don't... Sp- fuck with a garden spider. I will not fucking do it. I don't like spiders at all. Well, no, but, it, yeah. it's not that I like spiders. Yeah. I'm just like, I know how to deal with tarantulas. The tiny ones, I don't give a fuck. I'll just fucking swipe them away. I don't even care. But it's those, like, mid-sized spiders, man. Those are the more poisonous ones. Those are the ones that look the scariest. And those are the ones that have something to prove. They are (laughs) fucking aggressive. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Okay, so, but this is where he hears something happening basically underneath the subway system. And what's happening underneath the subway system is Spider-Man is battling Norman, (laughs) a.k.a. (laughs) the green goblin i just love that he calls him norman <laughs> well, i mean he knows who he is i know like, i know but it's just it's just funny it's also like this big colossal he's like it's not at all like the green goblin from the first toby Maguire films you know it's not something that goes on a hoverboard that's just a human in it's like this big it's, colossal... it's like a big it's almost like the hulk yeah you know it kind of reminds me of that and um He's all, Norman, I can't let you put Brooklyn into a black hole. Like, I just can't let you do it. And so this is where the dimension ray is. I I heard you guys remark, like, wow, he's so funny. But I was trying to remind you guys, like, Spider-Man's always been this quippy. He's he's quippy, yeah. Like, he kind of is like Deadpool in a lot of his quips. Not necessarily as raunchy or, wow. That was fucking obnoxious. She wants to play, man. <laughs> our desert play with me. Our desert creature is being obnoxious. I wonder where your father is. You were just taking a nap, and now all of a sudden you're fucking full of energy. I know. It's because Peeves is in her general proximity. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, in the comics, Spider-Man is the quippiest motherfucker there is, and that's one of the reasons why Deadpool likes him so much. Right. But, you know, that's why I don't like Tobey Maguire's spider-man yeah because he's a little too serious 
Well, he's a little bit too serious as Spider-Man. As Peter Parker, he's perfect. Right. Then you go to Andrew Garfield, who, as Peter Parker, is too suave, too cool. But as Spider-Man, he's very quippy and is perfect. Mm -hmm. That's why I like Tom Holland so much, because he's a good combination of the two. Right. Which is why Tom Holland, as far as getting the character right, not necessarily the movies being better, but as as far as doing the character right in both circumstances, is the best. Yeah. Alabama. Holy oh, shit! <laughs> I hope that was picked up. <laughs> Little thing. Knock it off. Oh fuck! Bama jumped down right into little thing. She was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> that was too aggressive. So yes, Spider-Man is is funny. He's he's funny. Uh, he's you know talking shit to the Green Goblin and Green Goblin and basically all of the bad people in this film are working for Kingpin. Um, it's not about the money, Spider-Man. It's all about the Mets. Let's go, Mets. <laughs> Love that meme so much. It's the best thing ever, I swear. Have you seen that yet? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. I'll have to show you this after the um, So he's trying to stop this interdimensional ray from being set off. and It's a collider. Whatever. The collider is... Something that Kingpin has commissioned a bunch of scientists to create to bring his dead Namely wife, Doc Ock. Do- Liv. My friends call me Liv. My enemies call me Doc Ock. <laughs> I would be friends with her. I think she's amazing. She's fucking hilarious. Fair. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't condone her mischief, but I would be. Oh, you're gonna die a long, excruciating death. I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Well, uh, damn. Well, so if, so when you first meet Liv, she kind of looks like Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter. You know, big glasses, bad. big curly hair, lab coat, and the first time you see her is when Miles walks into his physics class, and she's on the video. She's on the video. Then you realize that she's in in cahoots with Kingpin, and Kingpin is. Comically Huge. large. Yeah. He like, is yeah. a fucking, like, semi-trucks like, worth of human. Yeah, he's, like, six foot tall and seven foot wide. <laughs> he is he is wider than he is tall. And his that's head is... <laughs> that's the number one's video. One of my favorite moments. He's like, the audacity of these animators to make Kingpin this comically large. Right. Because he's, you see him in pictures or, like, stills of him next to his family, and they're, like, normal people. Right. Normal-sized people. He even has a son who's, like, in his teens, and he is normal-sized for a teenager. And then he's, like, seven people wise right. worth of person. It's right. Like, and it's funny shit. because if, like, your son doesn't look like that, maybe he's not your son. <laughs> <laughs> Just look like a big square person, like, but smaller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so what had happened was is that Kingpin was, it tells you in a flashback later in the movie, Kingpin was beating up Spider-Man yep. for reasons unknown. and Interfering. Probably, for being the good guy in a bad guy's world. And his wife and son walked in on him doing it. They didn't appreciate what they saw, so they got in their car. Phrasing. Yeah, what? Walked in on them doing it. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, okay, they There's a fanfic somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. God. God, the image is going to my brain. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, that 
God, That's Jesus funny. H. Oh, I need some holy water. Um, <laughs> the wife yeah, demolition and the, crew for that fucking wall of person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so the wife and son walk in on their dad and husband beating up Spider Man. They don't like what they see. They jump in the car and they die in a car accident. So Kingpin is has commissioned all these scientists to create this collider in order to find his wife and son from another dimension and bring them or at least create them again from the dna from those people one thing that i don't understand is it's been established by the point of the second like run through of the collider where the big like finale fight happens Mm -hmm. Liv already knows that people from other dimensions deteriorate over time right but she never thinks to warn kingpin like look this isn't going to work long term you might be able to see him for maybe a few days at most but that's it yeah and i i mean i think that really i think that really what it is is that i think she's just trying to prove that she can bring other people from dimensions here i don't think she really cares about what happens to them after they get here i think that she's like it's just kind of a, a step process let well, me get she you also here. warns like hey this could create a black hole in new york and he's like i, I don't, don't care like, don't, yeah. like, okay yeah We'll just proceed then. Yeah. No big deal. She's like, I don't care. I... You notice, well, she's there at the collider when it goes off. So it's like, she at least thinks it might work out. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Spider-Man has an override key that he needs to put into the machine in order to stop it from working. Or implode. I don't know what it does. But what happens is, is he is unable to get it into the machine and ends up failing. Mm-hmm. And Kingpin ends up killing him. Just by smashing him. Like, just Hulk smash. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty gnarly. And Miles sees it all. Because beforehand, Miles had just stumbled upon this. He fell off and was falling down into God knows where. Spider-Man saves him. Spider-Man's Spidey Tingler, Spidey Tingler, Spidey senses go off. And he's like, oh my God, you're like me. I thought I was the only one. And he's like, okay, stay here. Let me finish what I'm doing. And we'll do Spider-Man lessons. <laughs> you know, like, I will, I will teach you what you need to know. So ultimately, Spider-Man ends up dying. So one of the things that I found was funny was when he was falling, you were like, why doesn't he just shoot out web? And it's like, you don't understand that Tobey Maguire is the only one who can like naturally. Right. Everything. Everyone else has like wrist guards that they shoot it out of. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. I was like, look, if you were to pay attention to any other fucking Spider-Man besides Tobey Maguire, you would know that this is a thing. Andrew Garfield does it. Tom Holland does it. Miles Morales and the Peter Parker's in that movie do they it. all have they all have wrist guards that you have to push a button to get out of it it's yeah. not it doesn't just naturally come out of your skin like toby Maguire's, like tyler said so it was a weird choice for them to do it but it it made something easier mm-hmm. it's like one of those things like we'll just say like for whatever fucking reason the spider changes dna to where you could do that right that way we don't have to worry about him getting that shit yeah. figuring out how to do it or whatever but yeah anyway <laughs> yeah also because you've basically done a play-by-play of like the last first like 30-ish minutes of the movie we've given you a pretty good preview of like the first part of the movie along right. with some funny parts of later in the movie but because we're now over an hour i don't want to do a play-by-play no no no, no. i was just i was just kind of explaining like how miles morales kind of became yeah. to be where he's at yeah and the funny thing is is you see the kind of origin story of 
everyone everybody else every other yeah so this is when all the other peter parkers show up you know first you got peter b parker i mean mm-hmm. you first see gwen stacy who is the first other spider-man that she comes in contact with besides the spider-man of her dimension of his dimension she calls herself spider woman yeah but in her comics she's called spider gwen okay like in her comic she says spider woman huh. but the comic's name is spider gwen <laughs> okay but whatever i don't like either of those I mean, I just like. I, mean, I almost like. I almost like. I there's understand. There's a comic where Mary Jane's the spider person. I know. Like, see, I understand the whole semantics or whatever, and the whole PC and you know hashtag Me Too or whatever. But well, no, it's like, not even that. It's no, just I, but a see, I like. Take. I almost like Spider Girl better. You know, like even though I know that she's a woman and not a girl, I, I mean, like, she's still Spider Girl. So. Like Spider Girl kind of just rolls off the tongue a little bit more, but Spider Gwen sounds dumb. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Woman, it's like, well, she's still a teenager. She's yeah. still high school age and everything. She's yep. in a fucking band, man. Yeah, she is in a band. She's in a band. She's a she's... drummer of the band, too. Yep. And she saved her dad, but she couldn't save her best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that's the thing about that, like... So that's, that's one of my favorite, like, one of my favorite parts, even though it's really sad when after Uncle Aaron dies, who Uncle Aaron ends up being the Prowler, who works for King He has, like, one of the most, like... Super recognizable musical cues, by the way. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like nails on a chalkboard, on. almost. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like in Kill Bill. <laughs> when she sees someone she wants to kill her, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but he when his uncle Aaron dies uh he they all meet up and they're you know sometimes you know you just can't save everyone and Peter B. Parker's like for me it was my uncle Ben and Spider-Man Noir is like for me it was my uncle Benjamin (laughs) (laughs) this is such a sad part but that fucking killed me (laughs) for Penny Parker it was her dad whose soul is basically living in the robot that she's no he made the robot oh okay the uh, spider she has a cyclic link with the spider in the robot it's weird okay so I misunderstood it's, that. It's a very out there take on spider people. Right. And then for Gwen, it was her best friend who was the Spider-Man of her of her dimension. Who was Peter Parker. Yes. And... Which you got to think, it's weird that she has to be going through that weird thing. So Peter B. Parker, he buried Aunt May in his universe. Right. She's still alive in this universe, so he's probably feeling the same feelings that Spider-Gwen feels. Or right. Or like Gwen feels... When she sees Peter Parker. Right. Because in she he, he's dead. Right. So that's where they all meet. That's where they meet all of the Spider-Men from, or the <laughs> Spider-People, or Spider-Beings from the other dimensions, is Aunt May's house and Miles' dimension. So Aunt May, the most badass bitch. Um, <laughs> fucking goes to the door initially with the baseball bat about to fucking go. Right. She's like, I told you, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody about it today. And so she sees Peter B. Parker, who is basically the spitting image of her Peter Parker, who had just passed away, just darker and a little larger because dude loves pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, hey, he's from New York. Who doesn't love pizza right? in New York? Right. And... Uh, so she takes him down into 
the spider lair, which is a mock-up of the fucking Batcave. And it's so funny because I was reading the trivia on this movie on IMDb, and it says that they had based this lair off of the Batcave. And uh, Peter B. Parker's like, it's a little excessive, but okay. I got mine, too. It's, it's just, uh, got You take away the airplane and the Jeep and... <laughs> And you just make four walls and a single mattress, and you got it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's it's Gwen, it's Miles, and it's Peter B. And he is he really does not want to be there. He does not want to see Aunt May because, like Tyler had said, he had buried his Aunt May in his. Oh, I'm so not ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> and he rings the doorbell by shooting a web at it. They don't even walk up to the door. Well, that that just goes to That's show it's like. I'm too lazy for Right, right. But I also think it's a respect thing. You know, I think that they know that this Aunt May has probably been bombarded with press and mourners and everything like that, that they probably stayed on the curb just to so she could see. I would bet that if it was Gwen or Miles doing it, they would have just walked up and rang it. Yeah, but because he's so much older and is kind of just like done with a lot of shit, he's like... I'm not even going to waste the energy to walk up. I'm just going right. to web it. Right. There's a very much a, I am very tired and done and just way past my prime. Yeah. And he, I mean, that's, that's, that's evident the first time you meet him. He, he doesn't want anything to do with Miles. He really just doesn't. And so you're starting to get the feelings of this in the blonde Peter Parker before he dies. Yeah. Because there's a point where he's like stuck under this like revolving thing, having to basically be flat against a surface not to get crushed. And he's just like, oh, I'm so tired. And he's only like 26, whereas Peter B. Parker's like in his like late 30s or something like yeah. that. That's the other thing about the different spider people is they come from different times. Like Penny, the anime one. Is from like... She's from like 25 or something like yeah. And then you have Spider War who's from 1933. Yeah. And then you also at the at the very end you have I believe he's like Ultimate Spider-Man or something like that and he's from like uh I want to say like 2199 or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, this is the end credits with the <laughs> the 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 signature you got to wait until the credits are done. To see the fun they, they little took extra so many scene. Spider-Man the animated series memes yeah. and just threw them in this movie and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those things where if you've been on the internet for a long time, seeing all these memes come across, they took probably ninety percent of those stills from that show that mm-hmm. are used for memes and threw them into this movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's like a nice inside joke to people who are internet people. Right. Right. And then, so there's Penny Parker, there's Spider-Man Noir, and then there's Peter Porker. And Peter Porker walks up to them, he's a tiny little pig, and his hand's wet, and he's like, Peter Porker, nice to meet you. I just washed my hands, that's why my hands are wet. No other reason. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes you think, like, "Uh, I think there might be another reason. (laughs) I'm not sure what it is, but... I have a feeling that John Mulaney added that very last part. Yeah, yeah. And so that's when all of the other (laughs) spider people who have come from the other dimensions because of this collider come and before they go to aunt may's they had gone to alchemex and that's when you're introduced to doc ock we kind of touched on that uh that is the scientist behind the collider 
but it's that nonchalant just like shove into the chair right and she's like ooh, you know peter parker she gets really she's like okay you know you're a little softer in the soft in the middle maybe a little bit of dimensional warping and he's like yeah th- yeah that's totally. why that's, yep, that's, that's exactly why what it is. yep and he's all in sweatpants <laughs> well it's because he doesn't have his uh he doesn't have the bottom part of his suit. Right, because so he, he was he was taken out of his dimension without anything that he really needed. Yeah, well, yep. I think it was also like when he came through, because he, he was like sitting with half of his uh, suit off, like the top half kind of like unzipped and off while eating pizza mm-hmm. when he got sucked through. And then when he came through, he was like bouncing around and then he hit one of the billboards and I think it fried like the calf down oh, of the yeah. suit off. Yeah. And that's why he's got the sweatpants. That makes sense. That makes sense. Are you wearing sweatpants? Yes, that's what they are. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's uh that's it. Some of uh some of Gwen's like comments on Peter B. Parker because her friend her best friend was Peter Parker. Who was a sophisticated compared to this Peter Parker Spider Man. So there is a deleted scene when they're in the like uh in the end, when they're in that dinner party, mm-hmm. and there's all the people dressed as Spider-Man, and they're trying to pose as those waiters. <laughs> this can't be that easy. It really is that easy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a deleted scene where he's constantly, like, putting it, like, people will walk up to talk to him, and he'll just, like, put up his fists like he's ready to fight, and she'll just, like, reach over and slowly put them down. <laughs> and it happens, like, three or four times in that deleted scene. It's hilarious. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, I wish they would put that in. Yeah, I know, that is funny. That is funny. Because Gwen kind of is like, after they all kind of come together, she's kind of the wrangler of Peter B. Parker. You know, it's like she had taken what she learned from her Peter Parker and is trying to make this Peter Parker more like hers. And when she realizes that he's not, you know, she's like, okay, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. So one of my favorite things, you know, how like, in the comic book stuff, whenever they, like, hit things, it, like, throws up the mm-hmm. word for the thing. Did you notice when they were running out of the Alchemex thing, he throws the bagel back, and it hits someone and says, bagel! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bagel! <laughs> so, this is where my this is where Miles, in the Alchemex building, he realizes that he can turn invisible. So, that's another thing about all the different spider people, is they have different powers. And so, Miles can turn invisible but Mm -hmm. he can't do it on command yet because he's still new and so he is trying to hack into liv's computer he the 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 password is ridiculous (laughs) so peter b parker they're up in the uh the rafters in the uh ventilation uh system and they watch doc uh they watch liv sorry hit the microphone they watch liv uh put in her password and he's like, okay, I got rattling. it. He's like, okay, I got it. It's blah, 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 this long, like, 35 character string of just random numbers and letters. Uh, and he's like, okay, you got that? And Miles, is like, uh. <laughs> no, no. And so Miles just decides to take the whole computer. And he, this dumbass takes the monitor, too. Hey, first lesson you don't, you don't need, need the monitor. monitor. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is, this is when you realize that. Olivia Octavia is her name, is Doc Ock. And so she straps Peter B. Parker to the chair and he's like, oh, let me guess, your, you know, your friends call you Doc Ock? And she's like, no, my friends call me Liv. 
my enemies call me Doc Ock. And I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. So, so <laughs> Doc Ock is played by Catherine Hahn, who is probably one of the most hilarious fucking people on this planet. And um, also, just a side note, uh, Gwen Stacy is played by Haley Steinfeld, who I absolutely adore. But anyway... <laughs> um, Anyway, and I'm uh, excited for the sequel to this movie. I didn't know there was going to be a sequel, but I'm. I a told you, bit like excited. after we watched, I was like, oh, "Hey, the trailer I, for the second." Mean I retained the information. But anyway, so they end up leaving mm-hmm. Alchemax, and they they don't end up with the computer. But also, Gwen is kind of undercover there as well. So without Gwen's help, I don't think they probably would have gotten away as easy. Um, True. So. This is where Miles learns how to swing with his web, um, and when he realizes that Gwen is also a spider person. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yep. So, what was your favorite part of this movie? Um, there's a few. Uh, one would, one of them would probably not my all-time favorite, but one of them would probably be when his dad makes him say "I love you" with the cop car. Um, that was actually then, in the trailer for it too. Yeah. Well. I, that doesn't mean I ever saw that either, but it's it's just, it's just so it, it helps you it helps you feel a little bit more relaxed that this is a superhero movie because sometimes you go into superhero movies and you're like fuck this is gonna be so intense oh my god <laughs> okay I gotta I gotta I gotta get ready for this and then only some of them are like right that. well this that kind of helped you see you know this is gonna be it's gonna be a little bit intense but then you're also you know and then also probably. Um, I don't know. It might be another. It might be the other scene when they're trying to explain to Miles why he cannot join them. Oh, when, in his dorm. In his dorm, where they're like, "Can you, can you turn invisible on command? Can you do your electric shock thing in, on command? Can you?" And I think, like, or is I, it in the cave when they're beating the shit out of him? Um, I'm not sure where it is, but hold on, please. Because there's there's that one where all the uh, spider people except for Peter B. Parker like well can you take this hit can you keep getting hit and get back up and again and everything and right. he's constantly battering on him and then you have uh, Peter B. Parker trying to champion and he's like hey he can turn invisible I can't do that he can't do that on command well he can also uh, do like an electric shop I can't do that on command either he can't do that on command either no so that's but uh... then there's a scene in his dorm room where they're all there or they all show up and they're okay. saying, hey, stay here. So here it is. I'm just going to read it because... Yeah, so Spider-Man Noir says, okay, little fella, Kingpin's going to send a lot of mugs after you. I'm talking hard boys, real biscuit boxers. Can you fight them off all at once? And Miles says, well, I haven't actually fought anyone. And Noir says, surprise attack. <laughs> <laughs> then Peter Penny Parker says, can you rewire a mainframe while being shot at? Miles says, can I what? Penny says, show me. Spider-Man Noir, surprise attack! <laughs> <laughs> and then so they keep doing that. You know, Gwen says, can you swing and flip from with the grace of a trained dancer? And then Spider-Man Noir says, can you close off your feelings so you don't get crippled by the moral ambiguity of your violent actions? <laughs> it's just so... <laughs> and then Aunt May says, can you help your aunt create an online dating profile so she can get out of the dang house once in a while? <laughs> so they're at Aunt May's house. So it's yeah. A, yeah. So, so it is that one. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's one of my favorites. And but like Spider-Ham's says can he float through the air when he smell a delicious pie <laughs> what can he be strong ruthless disciplined i don't know maybe spider ham boing <laughs> like just like when they're when they're seeing you know 
when they're seeing if he's he's got the he's got the gumption to help them because he's not he is a spider person but he belongs in this dimension however they kind of need him in order to get back to their dimension so i get where they're coming from however they might as well like start at least training them as much as they can in this little bit of time that they have so that they all can get back to their dimension instead of wanting that one of them having to sacrifice themselves i think one of the reasons why they're doing that though is because they feel that there isn't the time to do that they can do and a quick I mean, like that's fair because they can do a quick you know diagnostic of like okay what can you do okay we know that that's not enough or that you're not experienced enough to actually help us so it's better if you just play on the sidelines right but then when doc ock breaks into aunt may's house may says oh it's Liv." so i'm curious if aunt may and olivia octavius were friends at one point could have been yeah that i mean after like after i watched it for a second time and she says oh it's live i was like oh i also wouldn't friends? be surprised if like because I mean, uh, Spider-Man Doc, and Aunt May, you know... Well, Doc Ock and yeah. Spider-Man knew, knew each other before they were enemies as Spider-Man and Doc Ock. So, it's possible that that occurred again and that it just kind of became a thing. Right. Before... Oi, oi, oi! Whoever, whatever catalyzing event to become Doc Ock happened. Right. Who knows? Who knows? But that's so... I was just I just found that interesting. What was your favorite part? Oh man, uh, I don't know. It's probably the it's probably the scene where he jumps off of the building for the f- first time, like like as, at the like when he takes the leap of faith. Yeah. Yes. And after, like, it's I really such a I, cool moment. It really is. Like, even though even though it's animated, the camera angles are something to fucking behold, man. Oh yeah, the cinematography it in this is, movie is great. It is amazing. I, just based on cinematography alone, I'm. Yeah. I'm not okay. surprised that it, it, I mean, it's the first Spider-Man movie to win an Oscar before Tobey Maguire's, or since Tobey Maguire's. Yeah. For its aesthetically pleasingness. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. One of the things that I just, I, so, probably my favorite thing about this movie is just how they are able to replicate real world shots and techniques in the animation itself mm-hmm. like pulling focus for instance on an object uh that they're wanting you to focus on while the background or other objects in the scene are not in focus right just by like taking basically two layers and just offsetting them a little bit right it's animated but you don't feel like you're watching a cartoon yeah it, you really don't it's it's incredible it's seriously but yeah no i get it it's that's that's an incredible scene it's an incredible sequence really when he when he when he finally realizes what he can do and be as a spider person but there's also like some of the lines that uh, we didn't talk about like when miles rushes into Aunt may's house where all the other spider people are he's like oh my god my uncle's the prowler and uh spider noir is like wow this is a hell of an origin story right yeah <laughs> like damn that's very aware <laughs> yeah it's uh Spider Noir's <laughs> lines are some they're of so, the, the best lines. Oh, I, I love them so much. It, just, it, it has solidified me in my mind that Nicolas Cage does so much better as a voice actor. Yes. His voice is so recognizable, but it's done in such a way that you recognize it as Nicolas Cage, but very quickly 
throw that idea at the window right. and it's and like you he just is appreciate the character. it yes it's like oh my god yes. but it's so, so funny good. because every time he would talk i would picture nicholas cage behind the fucking spider-man mask <laughs> like which didn't ruin it for me like normally it would but it was just it's just funny to picture you know it's like those old comic book spy or those old comic spy versus spy you know the old black and white and it's so funny and everything that he sees is in black and white he's trying to do a rubik's cube he's like this is purple no no it's green this is blue no (laughs) (laughs) he's like i'm going to take this (laughs) he takes a rubik's cube with him into his dimension yeah um i i feel like spider noir is supposed to represent like if you took batman and spider-man and combined them yeah because Batman was originally a like detective type from that era, mm-hmm. but you mix in like the quippiness of Spider-Man into a Batman, and it's like holy shit! Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. So I I I don't know. I I love Spider-Noir. Noir. I hope he returns for the sequel. I do too. I do too. I, I know. Really I know do. Gwen does. Yeah. I don't know about any of the other ones. I think as far as... I mean, they'll probably bring back Porky or Peter Porker just based on the general love of... We'll have to watch the trailer after Mm -hmm. we're done recording, but the trailer basically starts off right when Gwen opens the portal again Mm -hmm. and you see uh, them interacting. Yeah. And it's so funny. Oh my God, you're going to love this trailer. It's hilarious right but the we'll, other we'll thing probably have to watch it tomorrow because i'm probably gonna have to jet after we're done oh good point yeah. but another good thing about this movie is like the chemistry between miles and gwen mm-hmm. it's like hinted that maybe in the future there might be it something might, like there, it might be but, a romance but even but make just, sure the, just, just the friendship just the chemistry friendship. yeah yeah and that's that's the whole point because she says that after she loses peter parker she doesn't really do friends anymore and then after they part ways so she can go back into her dimension, they make a promise to each other that they're friends. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that there's going to be a relationship there. It doesn't have to be romantic. It doesn't have to be the the love story that everybody wants. You know, for all we know, Miles is going to find his MJ. You you don't know. And, and Gwen can find her well, not to mention Whatever. they can't exist in each other's Dimension. dimensions yeah. for very long. So Right. I mean, they could just have like a long distance relationship. Then but again. I mean, it the, doesn't work. With in Oscar one Isaac, Isaac's uh, Spider-Man at the very end there, he's got like some wristwatch that's able to go in there. So maybe there's some stabilizing thing. With oh, that. my gosh. That's who he is. Yeah. Okay. So it's so funny because I was looking through the, the cast and it says Oscar Isaac interesting person number one and so i was like who the <laughs> fuck is interesting person so they did that on purpose to not give it away as to what he is and oscar isaac is one of my favorite people he is so amazing and sucker punch and I so just... he's actually starring in a marvel show coming out very soon Ooh, i'm excited but it was just like <laughs> so it's so funny because i was like oh oscar isaac said it that's interesting and it says interesting person number one i was like that is even more interesting what the fuck does that mean i thought that, <laughs> i thought that maybe he was just kind of like post malone where he just had one line and it just happened to be interesting like, no know? it's 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 the end credit yeah. scene like yeah it's great yeah but see like while he i can i can see oscar isaac all the time he kind of has the same voice as the main the peter b parker 
Uh, yeah, they have they have similar voices. So I guess I just didn't even realize that it was Oscar Isaac talking. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So um, the superhero he's going to be soon is Moon Knight. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar. I've seen I've seen articles about it all over the place. You should watch but that I trailer. It's fucking wild. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's gonna be like another six episode series like uh, Loki and Hawkeye were, but. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So if it if they're even if it's the same quality as like Loki and Hawkeye, I'm gonna be so fucking happy. It's good. It's so good. Good. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Um, it's your pick. I know. Well, hold on. We gotta. Oh, yeah, we, we gotta. We gotta, we gotta rate it. We gotta tell. We gotta just. I. I significantly enjoyed this film. Thank you for <laughs> recommending it. I think it was so beautiful there's so much emotion in this there really is i mean between the story and the continuity and the animation and just the beauty of it all there's really nothing wrong with this film i mean there there is absolutely nothing wrong with this film i enjoyed every second of it there was not one point where i was like why are we watching this oh fuck (laughs) and i it's probably going to be one of the highest ratings that I've ever given a film. It's it's gonna it's like a nine point seven, yeah, for practicality and for fun. Like yeah, it's it up is, there. it is up there. It is amazing. And for for me, anything above nine point five is basically a ten. Yeah, it's just there might be some little tiny detail somewhere where it was just like. Okay, okay, it's I not could, perfect. So for really, like you, yeah. it could be the whole spider sense thing. Right, is the reason why, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah, it's. This is a masterpiece of yes, it uh, is. It is incredible. Animation. It's it's fucking great. Right. Yeah. What do you? What about you? Same I mean, yeah, thing. It, yeah, it's basically the same thing for me. Like yeah. uh, this is up there. Like if I was introducing someone to comic books, I would not probably start with this movie. But if they had kind of a background knowledge of what comic books were and how superheroes work, then this would be the first movie I would mm-hmm. introduce them to because. The Spider-Verse thing might be a little bit of a high concept for someone completely new to that whole thing right. to get into. But if they aren't new to superheroes, this would be perfect. Yeah. This is such a good movie. It has so much heart to it. They take the time to make sure he is real yeah. as a character. Yeah. And you, yeah. you, there's very little holes. You very, you, there are few, there, there's none really. You don't, you don't leave saying, okay, but what about this? Yeah. And really, they did set it up for a sequel. Like you said, I mean, there is going to be a sequel, and I very much look forward to it. And when it does come out, we'll have to go see it in theaters and review it. It's going to be it's gonna be incredible, and I'm very much looking forward oh, to yeah. it. That, yeah. With the way we've been going, that might be the first uh, movie we cover as it's in theaters. Right. I Maybe. mean, there's been yeah. some movies that I've wanted to do. Like, I kind of wanted to do the newest Bond film. Maybe The Matrix, maybe Sing 2, because it just came out. Maybe uh, Ghostbusters, because we still haven't gone to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, all of those. But see, nothing stays in theaters very long anymore. That's true. So it's so hard to do. But anyway, I thank you for recommending it. <laughs> I highly enjoyed it. And also, it's rated PG. We watched it free on Hulu, because it's on FX. It, FXX it, or FX now. And if you if you've seen it if you've seen it in the theaters or on DVD or anywhere else, um there's not as many like dark breaks cuz Tyler was like why is it 
just dark for a few seconds. That's yeah. so strange. And that's where the commercial breaks normally would be. It happens FX about now, yeah. 40-ish percent into the the movie yeah. because that's that's kind of how fx tnt do it is they show like a good chunk of the movie before they show any commercials right and then after that it's like every half an hour i mean the whole movie's there it's just there's there's a few times where you're like why is it so the first dark time it for, happens yeah. it you were like why that's a weird scene transition right. it's like well no if that hadn't been there you would have actually seen the appropriate scene right transition. right but um but if you have a if you have a premium subscription with hulu it's on there. Uh, we thought it would be on Disney Plus because it is Marvel. However, it's not. It's Sony. That's true. Yeah. So it's not. It, it came out. I think it came out before Disney bought Marvel. Well, no. So Sony or, actually owns the rights to Spider-Man. Oh uh, yes, that is right. Uh, yes. And yes. the reason why Tom Holland's in the MCU is because Marvel and Sony reached an agreement. Right. Um, like for instance, like after the last. Uh, Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. It was unclear as to whether Tom Holland Spider-Man would ever show up again in the MCU. Right. right. Which they kind of wrote it to be that that's a possibility, just in case. But he, they worked it out, and he has three more films that he's at least going to appear in, mm-hmm. if not be the main person in. Yeah. So. All right. Well, so yes, premium subscription with Hulu. If not, I'm sure you have to buy it or rent it on Amazon somewhere. Um, but I am going to kind of go out of the box here and pay a tribute to somebody that we had recently just lost. I had gone back and forth between the two movies that I love him in the most. And I think I'm going to go with Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's who you're talking yeah. about. Okay. I was going to do Fight Club. <sighs> Because the Fight Club is I so relevant know, right now. I know, but I think because I'm gonna of the do, Chinese thing. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do Rocky Horror Picture Show one oh, Lord. because I Lord. haven't seen it in a while and I love it, and two because I kind of want to torture you a little bit. Uh, so we are going to pay tribute to our dearly departed Bat Out of Hell, Mr. Meatloaf, and watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'll let you pick the beer though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yippee. Hey, you can torture me with another film after that. I don't torture you with films though. No, like, I know. The, I the movies really I met, liking, uh, the, yeah. the movies I suggest are like ones that I really like, and I'm like, I really think you'll like this, or I really want you to like this. Yes, and I know Milof has been in other things, and I know he's, you know, he's a little bit more well known for. Things. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson, and he had bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I went back and forth. I was like, man, Fight Club is so good, though. But I think I'm going to go with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. All right. I guess we'll just have to watch that yep. one. Let's do <laughs> the time like, warp, bitch. It's been like 12 fucking years since I've seen that movie. Yes. Holy shit. I, I think um, I remember. Just the sweet trends. Okay, let's night. just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So. If you like IPAs, definitely try out this Deep Ellum IPA um, and definitely watch Spider, Spider-Man Spider Into the Spider-Verse. Absolutely, 100%. Even if you are not a superhero slash Marvel person like me, it is amazing. I think the sequel is supposed to come out either later this year, like in the fall or winter, like for a Christmas release, or early 2023. Cool. Something like that. All right, but we'll see you next week on send help all we have in the desert is beer movies with a beer that tyler gets to pick out and he might you know drink heavily before we review or watch the film of rocky horror picture show yeah probably <laughs> all right, just guys. do like six vodka shots before oh, shut the starts. fuck up it's not that bad <laughs>
No, right. I know it's not that bad. It's really uh, not. It's actually kind of amazing. It's pretty funny. I yes. get it. I'm just like, yeah. And it's not very long because it's from like the 70s. So it's That's not true, a long yeah. movie. That's yeah. Totally true. Yeah.